welcome to Ask a Divorcee. Hello, Annette. Hello, Paola. Um, yeah. How are you? I have been better. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm I have really, also been worse. Have you? I'm really stinky right now. I feel like I stunk my Uber over here. Why? Yes, I did take Uber um, because I smell because I worked out and I didn't shower before the show. And now I'm here. Way to brag. Thank you. About the smell or the working out? Both. Okay. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty proud when I develop like a pretty decent rank going on. Rank. Yeah. What, what like a rank? Like oh. a rank smell. Oh, okay. Stop using big words. You're not on microphone yet. <laughs> well, we'll call you in. We'll call you in. We'll call you in. Uh, we have a guest, but uh, we we don't, you know, we like to remind them of their place in our podcast, which is subordinate, um, by controlling when and when they can and can't speak. Yeah, we are in control. I don't even hear us. Oh shit! In the things, do you? I don't have headphones because I don't know where to. Well, plug that them helps in because I've been doing this for a year. No, I have headphones. I just don't know where to plug them in because I'm in. I'm. I thought they were already plugged in. No, these are not. Those I gave her the ones that are plugged in. Oh, because I'm I'm. I can't hear. Anything. True. I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. Okay. Interesting. What about now? Oh, okay. Hey, welcome, welcome to Ask a Divorcee. This is this is Paula. This is Annette. And we're divorced. We are. And, this, uh, and now we're starting over. Yes. Well, no, we are not starting over. This is the first time we've done this. There were no false starts. God, what a flawless execution. Yeah. Because the thing about a false start is that nobody needs to know what happened. Right. Do you feel a lot of people, I think, would say the same thing about a false start in marriage or in romance? Like nobody needs to know about your past divorces. But don't you want to brag about them? I do. I mean, I like to start every date with like BT dubs, I'm divorced. Yeah, me too. How do you, you find that people react? Uh, they think I'm sexier, obviously. Dude, I know. It's like yeah. you're a woman of mystery once you say, like, oh, I have a past. Yeah, I have loved and lost. Then they also know your commitment material. Uh, uh, what do you mean? Isn't that... you? Like, I committed, but then I was like, fuck this, and I got divorced. True, but you did commit at least once. Okay. You committed hard at least once, which is honestly more than most fuckboys and girls in this city can say. So based on my history, my history would suggest that I would commit. The fact that you got married suggests you would commit. The fact that you got divorced suggests that they're in for a wild ride. <laughs> like, you're going to change your mind about shit. You're mm -hmm. going to go intense in one direction, intense in the other. The fact that yeah. we both got divorced very young was also a signal of fun. Like, I'm going to grow and be a better person second by second, and I'll grow them, and they're going to become a piece of shit that I'm going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to dispose of you now. And people love that. Okay, yeah. People want that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's my life motto. Like, I just want to make everyone else feel feel really shitty about themselves so that I look really good. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's why I date <laughs> is to meet people who are worse than me, uh, draw the little energy that they even have off of them and use it to sustain my own life force, mm -hmm. leaving them even more of a desiccated husk of a person. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I'm really glad we're on the same page about this. Yeah. I mean, this, this is why we're such good friends. But I also want to tell you that I don't, 
I haven't put any effort into making you feel like shit. I actually, I actually hope to enhance your life and make you a better you. Oh my God. <laughs> That's <laughs> because great because you're special. I haven't put any effort into making you feel like shit. This has all been natural. <laughs> I'm not even trying. No, I'm saying <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Are we, do you know? Is that? No. The phone's ringing, but the, the I don't trust ringing, it. But we don't, tr- we, don't, we don't trust the phone So anymore. we've we've experimented with people calling in in the past. There have been some issues, uh, namely that no one can hear what the person is saying on the phone. It's real quiet. You can't hear it. And then later when I'm trying to edit it, it's annoying. It gets all staticky. Um, so I just, you know, it's time to cut that bullshit out of my life. Yeah. We prefer that people email us or comment on the Instagram or the Facebook. Yeah. Or, uh, give us a call at a number that I have given out, but do not have immediate access to right now. (laughs) Uh, Paola, if you'll soft shoe for a minute, I'll find it. If I what? If you, you know, just talk and distract. My voice is really interesting. Yeah. And your thoughts Um, are even better. Yeah. Again, you're not you're, on you're microphone not yet. On mic. We will let you know when you're on the mic. <laughs> this is our podcast. <laughs> I'm going to just... Okay. Our number is 415-993-0332. Now, that is a Google Voice number. You can call and leave a message with your question. You can text. Uh-huh. Or you can email Ask a Divorcee. Or you can send a Facebook message. Or you can hit up either of our Instagrams. If you are unsatisfied by that list of options to get a question to us, then I don't think you're satisfied with life. I think you're a person who looks for dissatisfaction and will never find happiness because that's a lot of options. Yeah. I'm glad that you're giving a lot of options to people. I think it's important because if people have enough options, then they always second guess their choice and they never actually are uh, fulfilled. And I want to give people the paralysis of choice. Uh Uh-huh. I have a question. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to text it, actually. Okay, text me the question. <laughs> uh, okay, I changed my mind. I'm just going to tell you now. Okay. Um, what does a producer do? Like, if we got a producer for this show. <laughs> <laughs> what does a producer what do? What would they do for us? Um, they would probably do all the bullshit that we don't want to do. They would push that knob up. Mm-hmm. They would push that knob down. And then at the end of the podcast they would do the opposite with those knobs. Uh-huh. Uh, they would make sure that our theme song is queued up. They would edit the podcast. They would so, book our guests. So you're like 80% producer. I'm like 20, 20% producer. I don't even know if it's that high, dude. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> what do you it's, mean? It's, like you are doing the production work of this. Oh, podcast. no. I was saying you do less than 20. Oh. Hey. <laughs> oh. Okay. You like how I gave myself more credit? Yeah. Twenty percent dude. I, That's one out of five efforts. Yeah. I got a lot of guess. You do get the, so you do the guess. That's why I, that's why I said that. It's fine. Mostly. I do the antisocial things. You do the guess. Yeah. Although speaking of guess, uh-huh. I in fact booked our guest today. You did. Yes. Everyone, please welcome the hilarious Tracy Wynn. Hey. Tracy, your microphone's on. Is it? Yeah. You can talk now. You can talk and you, you, I can't really hear myself. Is that weird? You I can totally hear you. You can hear me? Okay. You're good. Cool. Um, hey, what's up? What's up out there on the airwaves? Welcome, Tracy. I know you were dying to jump into this conversation. <laughs> oh my god, I had so many things to say while you guys were bantering. I was like nodding furiously over here. Okay. I hope you listed them here. Now we have 
we're going to give you space to say all of them. Go. Okay, so um, Annette, when she came in to mutiny, was like, what? It smells like poop in here. No, farts. Farts. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I took a dump. <laughs> right before you came, I took a goddamn dump. But you waited to say it until now that you're in the air. Now I'm I so saved that for the air because I'm a team player. <laughs> All right? And um, that was also my first dump at Mutiny. Oh, congratulations. Oh, Thank you. I would say the dump at Mutiny is one of the more uncomfortable dumps. Uh-huh. Because uh, generally, for me, it happens when there's a show going on. Oh. And it's a small room, you guys. There is a very small bathroom off to the side. You can hear everything. Everything. You feel like you're on stage taking that dump. You can hear every single <laughs> word. You can hear a pin drop. Uh-huh. You assume they can hear your deuces as well. And you know what? And you're hovering the whole time. Oh, yeah. Do you you're hover? hover. I just like sit. You know, if you have a covering or if you don't care, sit. Because that is better for you, I think. It's like more is relaxing. It? Yeah. and Oh, like, yeah, you'll dump faster. Exactly. No, I, I think the hovering's good because that's actually like you're supposed to poop in a squat. Oh, you are? Well, I think you're actually supposed to get lower than Western toilets allow you to. My oh. roommates and I got a squatty potty and I have to recommend Wow. I okay. Like things. So what have, have you ever considered putting the toilet seat up and and then standing on the on the sides of the on the rims of the bowl? Uh-huh. And then popping a squat. I can't do a squat with my legs that narrow, dude. It's slippery, man. Oh. It's slippery. It's slippery. I'm Your foot old. might get in the toilet. But what yeah. if you get keens? If, if you, you get what? <laughs> keens, the the shoe, the really grippy shoe. Keens. Keens. I, I got to write this shit down. This shoe. Is it like Keds? K E E N? K E E N. They sell them at REI. Dude, oh, I'm going to write see, this down, yo. This is some good <laughs> ass information. Yeah, Keens. this is especially for popping a squat. Are is they the, rock climbing shoes or just regular? No, they're for hiking. They have really good grip. Oh. I uh, don't. Keens uh, sponsors your podcast. Is that yes. right? <laughs> Keens. Or the grippy shoes for when you want to take a shit. You know the surface of tires? What if you lined your toilet's toilet seat with that the tire that both of these sound like great options i do so like that. the idea of having a pair of shoes just for shitting that really appeals to me i like the idea of bringing over friends and they see like me and my four roommates five pairs of shit shoes just lined up outside the bathroom yeah. and then and they're vibrams of course of course, of course they're like toe shoes because why not yeah. Do you own a pair of Vibrams? No, I don't. But I do own a pair of Japanese toe shoes that I recently got at an airport. Can you explain, <laughs> can you explain uh, to me what that is? What's a what's Japanese an airport? toe shoe? It, <laughs> it's where people fly in. Um, so you're, you know how a shoe, like all your toes are in it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Japanese toe shoe, the big toe is articulated. So it's like, it looks like, freaking ninja turtle oh, shoes okay. okay so the toe so the the big toe is sticking out yeah the big toe is out and has its own covering and then the the rest of the toes have its covering so it's like what? a mitten for your foot that's exactly what it's it like is the opposite of a flip-flop yeah like it it's like a flip-flop with cover yeah it's like the flip-flop okay. is the skeleton and the mm. freaking toe shoe is the so why body. Did you, why did you do that um <laughs> why would you do such a thing why did you buy that thing i don't know it looked like really ergonomic and like i could like you know look better while doing parkour in them Ooh, okay. i just right? looked at your now, feet now do you parkour i don't um 
But if you did, you'd look if good. If I did, I would look great. I would Which look amazing. Which part is ergonomic? Uh, just being able to like wiggle your big toe outside of your feet. You're not constricted. I have very flat feet, actually. I have like zero arch. Wow. Um, rice patty feet, actually. But <laughs> is, that, um, is that the official medical that's diagnosis? That's the technical <laughs> term, Annette. <laughs> Um, so. yeah, I think it's just, I think it's like better, uh, for stability. Okay. I'm like pretty unstable. Okay. <laughs> so Are how you... come you're not wearing them right now? Um, because like, I'm not doing parkour here. She's okay. you know? sitting down. I'm sitting. I do have a question now. So your instability yeah. physically. <laughs> yes. Uh, how does this impact your stand up comedy? Oh, that's what, that's a good question. Uh, you know, um, have you I'm ever very, falling on stage? I have actually like missed a mic. I've fallen. <laughs> um, I didn't like completely eat shit, but you know, like I've tripped. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I just look like, do you like walk a around rod. when you're on stage? You know, I try to just find a spot and stay there and pose, mm. but I have been trying to get more physical, in my comedy, like, you know, got to like relax my shoulders and like sway. Sometimes I sway. I don't know. <laughs> I've been trying. I have one move, which is I just keep doing the same gesticulation with the one arm. Yeah. I'm like, I'm making a point. Right. Hand out like I'm a waitress holding a platter. Yeah. And now it's back to my hip. Here's another point. Yeah. Platter hand. Yeah. And hip. That's. Some people seem so loose on stage and I envy them. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the loosest person you've seen? <laughs> I mean, Chad Obitz does a full barrel roll onto the stage. Oh my God, wow. yeah. Yeah, dude. He is what? crazy acrobatic. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. Um, that is, I have dreams of just letting it go on stage. Just, I mean, literally go. rolling around. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, that's a fantasy. My fantasy is that I will get to do, so when I'm like hanging out with friends, yeah. as we are uh-huh. in theory, um, how I like to dismount from my chair is to roll backwards and catch myself with my hands. Uh, like full like back bend? No, just like real slow, like if a slug was trying to get out of a chair. Um <laughs> So, so you instead of going forward from where you're sitting, you go backwards. I mean, sometimes I'll go floor. forward. I, I was crippled for a time period. Oh right. yeah, that's and right. During that time, I discovered that instead of like if if I'm over on this side of the room and I want to go get some shit from that side of the room, I could struggle to get my crutches wherever I laid them up against, crutch over on my one foot, put the crutches to the side so I have a hand, grab the thing, figure out how to like stuff it into my bra so then I can grab both my crutches and crutch back. Or I could just slide down the chair like a slug, roll across the floor, grab the thing, roll back. So I got, and it turns out it's real fun. This conversation has gotten very graphic. <laughs> I know. And I hope you don't have any listeners under the age of 13. Oh, I thought you meant graphic in terms of it has gotten, like, I'm gesticulating wildly trying yeah. to show our radio listeners. Yes. The actions Readers. that I perform with my body. This should really be on camera. Uh, damn like, it. People yeah. are missing out. We like to have video with our voices. I think I think we're creating video with our voices. Video with our... the Video with voices. <laughs> Visuals with voices. Visuals with voices. <laughs> Sisters I, with voices. Oh my God, dude. That was should a we great play band. some right now? No. 
okay. No, because this is not a music podcast. Okay, sorry. Oh. So, uh. You can sing, though, if you want. I guess we can I can Wow, you got that ready to go. Were you a big fan? I love SWV. Yes. Yeah. I would say. You know what? It's actually just TLC radio. It's oh. literally TLC radio on Pandora that was like, what do they play? Clutched I mean, it. Dude, what happened to girl groups? They oh. don't exist anymore. Danity Kane? Or is that. Danity No. I believe you just said a random assortment <laughs> of syllables. That's a band. Oh. What about Fifth Harmony? Is that a girl Fifth band? Element? Fifth, no, that's a movie. Fifth Harmony. Yeah, Fifth Harmony. Fifth Harmony. Yeah. They're, they're, was that the sequel like to girls. Fifth Element? I wish. Maybe no, I'm just not up with the youth culture and they do have girl bands because I don't know don't. what the fuck you're talking there's about. There's like Selena Gomez. And that's not a like band. That's Ariana a woman. Ariana Grande. That's yeah, a woman. Yeah, it's like, a, like women like to stand on their own now. Like uh, women can't share stage with other women. You know, like women are bigger now <laughs> and they, they need to take up the whole stage. Like Women are catty. We are, we are uh, three three flexible ladies like we are able to share or we have really small personalities and we're able to fit them all in one we're really cooperative i am close (laughs) to fighting both of you because i feel like you've been taking up too much of my talking time okay okay (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) i am not ready to fight you would probably win i would just lay there and be like are you done yet (laughs) oh that's my fighting uh like that's my planned move for if i ever get attacked yeah is to be pathetic and just hope that they don't think i'm worth it all my strength is in my lower body so literally i would drop to the floor and kick up Oh. I have no upper body strength. I don't know. That's like a lot of women, though. You know, you do like sinker swimming. Yeah, on land. Yeah. That would be your fighting technique. Yeah, basically. Dude, it makes sense. It's like what cats do. That is what is that really? really? Well, I mean, they get onto their back and then they just try to put all their legs and claws at you. Yeah, I, How do it you would. Know that because I fought a lot of cats, dude. <laughs> is that the meaning of cat fight? Yes. Holy shit. Okay. Oh. Wow. No. Unpacked it. No, it's, it's not. No, okay, never mind. <laughs> oh. Um, do you guys regret inviting me on? No. Okay, no. cool. No, Why not now. Out? I okay, did earlier. Okay, tell me more about <laughs> how you're self-conscious right now. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, Tracy. Yeah, what up? Are you a divorcee? No, but I've had my heart broken a lot. Oh. Have you broken any hearts? I mean, it's the same thing, right? You break your heart and your heart breaks a little. A little. But like there's a difference between being the breaker and the breaky. Yeah. Your heart breaks a lot when you break up with somebody. You know? That's true. Does it? Yeah. Especially if you've been with them for a long time. Like a lot of my relationships are like three years. Is that? Like it's a string of three year. Three years. Three years. How many three year relationships have you had? Um, I've had three Three three-year relationships. <laughs> yeah. And your current relationship. And my current relationship has been... We're coming up on three. <gasps> oh! oh! Are you, oh, shit. Are you ready for the breakup? Up. No, I'm not ready for the breakup. You should plan the breakup, dude. Like, I'm not planning any breakup. This is breakup. why we brought you here. What Let's hobby are you going to take up after the breakup? I'm going to cut my hair short. Just kidding. Oh, obviously. Obviously. Got to cut the hair short. Like uh, boycott? Yeah, got to freaking just chop it all off. Get a new modern Videl Sassoon cut. Yeah, just look like a lesbian for a while, but hot. 
Um, <laughs> and whoa, what are you saying about lesbians, man? Uh, lesbians are hot lesbians are hot but some lesbian it's like a people you know some people are hot some people are not some um, i want to be a girl but i want to be a hot one yeah yeah like i don't know um but i'm not planning i'm not planning to break up with anybody right now i think it's i think this is anybody this is the one at the moment okay yeah i I like the cautionary at the moment now, why do you think all your relationships in the past broke up at three years is there like a discernible pattern yeah me <laughs> yeah like i'm the pattern what? like how's it go like year one year it's one exciting bliss new yeah love love year two year two doubt oh actually no year two it's like comfortable like homey like you know best friend fr- best friendum like not exciting best but best friendship you know what yeah. you're in for you, you know what you're in for it's like very uh safe mm-hmm. and then year three year three that's the year of doubt that's like you know are we gonna make it is this like for real like can i live with your family like you know like some serious stuff do we have the same spending habits mm. like you know it, this is cute right now, but will it be like annoying five years from now? And like, how are you going to raise your kids if you can't even <laughs> fucking change this thing about you? Oh, um, oh. but in retrospect, it was all my fault. And like, these were great guys that <laughs> I just let go. I'm serious. <laughs> was it like sabotage? Did you sabotage the relationship? Yeah, I absolutely did. How? Um, black and white thinking. You know, being like, you're never up for sex and I'm always up for sex. But like, you know, it's more nuanced than that. Clearly mm-hmm. just being, um, uh, what else? Um, do you, do you find yourself jealous. being the high libido person more of the time? Oh yeah, absolutely. High libido means you want more sex. Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. absolutely. I, and I think it's just hormones. You know, I'm hoping that it fades with age like anything else. <laughs> what if it gets more? Um, then life, then like, when the fuck are we going to focus on art? <laughs> mm, mm, well, yeah. art comes from sex. There's tons of sex. Like, all art is sexual. I disagree heavily. <laughs> okay. I think the best art is when you stop painting whatever it is you want to fuck. Yeah. And you just start thinking about death all the time. Okay. So Okay, so all art is about death. I think, yes, either directly or indirectly. You're either directly confronting death or you're using art as another way to distract you from your own mortality or as a way to try to create some intellectual artistic babies out there in the world. You're trying to preserve some little smidgen of immortality through your art. So, yes, I would say all art links back to death. Okay. But not sex. Now, Tracy. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> how do you use your art to confront or deny the existence of death? <laughs> Holy shit! I'm on the, I'm on the hot spot. Um, let me. Uh, hey, can I think about that for a little yes. bit? Yes. What we would come you consider your? Do you have an art? Not really. Is it breaking up relationships? No, it's oh. definitely not. That has it's definitely not an art. That is completely unplanned every single time. Have you gotten better at it though? Yeah, actually, I have. But you do I have, have an art. Like I think comedy is art. You do comedy. Therefore yeah, you do art. yeah, I do art. I mean, you know, sometimes I write like notes on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's art, right? Sometimes I like 
Yeah, why we got to disparage the medium? I mean, you think people yeah. 50 years ago were going, oh, I'm going to go write my novel on a typewriter. Oh, look at me. I'm modern, you know? Yeah. I just want to, I mean, I guess I've like like failed a lot in my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like that makes you like pretty humble, I think. So like my self-esteem is already kind of low and I keep on doing things that like, you know, um, make it lower. (laughs) And I'm like, maybe I should stop doing that. Maybe I should just like stick to what I'm good at and like keep getting better at it. What are you good at? You know, I'm still trying to figure that out. Have you ever, (laughs) so I think stand up is like very disheartening. Oh, for sure. Have you ever thought about something like improv where according to some people I know who do it, they like support each other and they become a little community and they're all positive. You know, I've considered improv. I mean, I'm going to do whatever is fun, basically. Um, it's just like, I don't have time, dude. You know, I'm mm. trying to like work. I'm trying to like get to mics. I'm trying to like stay healthy and like make good choices. You know, I'm trying to like, get enough sleep like that's it's just a lot like maybe next year maybe (laughs) next year getting enough sleep is hard dude it's impossible yeah and it really hurts your gains when you don't sleep yeah you guys this podcast has been sponsored by serta mattress (laughs) and keens the shit shoes and keens (laughs) they're not shitty shoes they're shoes for shitting and casper and casper oh competing mattresses yeah we there, should try there, to get some there's also endorsements at some point. Yeah, that would man. be fun. Yeah, like who would you want to advertise for? Uh, I have a yoga bed. The fuck is that? It's a it's a Casper competitor. It's a ther- oh. therapeutic mattress. Monetize this shit. Yeah, monetize it. What's he, what would you want to? I think I'd want to advertise for like those religious icons that are painted on velvet. Holy shit! What? Yeah. Because I just want to get a bunch of free ones. What? Yeah. Where, where so you... Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, put, How did add you get vibrators. Into comedy? Oh, vibrators. Add vibrators to the sponsor list. But then I feel like the problem is they send you a bunch of vibrators. And then you got to try them. And then like they're in your room. And then you just, you eventually get like 20 vibrators and like it's a weird thing to give to friends as presents. No, so not. how do you get rid of them? And then people come over and they're like, oh, I don't want to ask you what your hobbies are now. <laughs> oh my God. Are you you're worried about getting too many vibrators? That's not a real, real worry, dude. I'm f- your friends, Very should, worried about your it. friends <laughs> should not sex shame you. I my, think my friends, well, my friends prude shame me. Prude shame what? Me. Like you, you're too much of a prude. Yeah, man. You are, you got some crazy friends, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's San Francisco, man. Oh, wow. That's true. Wow. I mean, if like, you're a prude, I'm like a double prude. That is not true, dude. We don't have to get into this now. No. But we should play Tin Fingers after the show and find out who's actually prudier. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Remember, remember when we said that we were going to do 10 push-ups after every episode? No, I don't. But I do remember when we said we would have a push-up contest and we did. And we, we did. tied. <laughs> did, we, did we do it here? Yeah, we did. Okay. We, uh, in between shows, we took a break. We, what did we do? Like 30 push-ups? I just didn't want to admit to myself that I actually put my hands on this floor. Oh, we licked it. 
there's like a dead cockroach like <laughs> a meter away yeah i licked it i was hoping it was a dream <laughs> i get like if you lick that cockroach and you survive that's like better than a flu shot in terms of the immunity boost <laughs> you will never die yeah. if you can survive licking that cockroach there's a cockroach on the floor here it's kind of adorable so do you want to talk about your current relationship tracy in the air <sighs> you know <laughs> i am trying not to talk shit but um but if you did it'd be really fun <laughs> i know right um let's see a gripe that i have um do you do you ever have like a significant other that has like a, a hobby that is like so foreign to you that you can't like relate to them yes i'm talking about football oh no i love football <laughs> but okay this being san francisco i have dated dudes who are about D D. yeah D D. yeah board games oh my god so many board games Dungeons and dragons I yeah okay uh yeah. magic the gathering yeah wow pokemon uh-huh. pokemon lord of the rings i don't uh-huh. like lord of the rings comic book movies mm, those are fun um what's some other nerdy shit i don't know man name a nerd shit star wars star trek yeah uh and you know that's chill that's chill right that's i mean so what's the what's the problem with the football? Is it that he wants you to watch it? I don't know. It's like every Sunday. Oh. Like Sunday is like one of the days in the weekend that you like spend together. Mm. And like you're watching football for like six hours. That's <laughs> I don't know. Too many hours. Do you have too to many come? hours. Do you have to come to the football? No, absolutely not. I'm not forced to watch it. Thankfully. <laughs> yeah. If you were, would you stay in the relationship? You know, that's really tough. Yeah, I probably would. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> if I he mean, was like, you have to watch this. Or, yeah, I would be like, no way, man. Well, that's crazy. You can't. I have a line. Tell people they have to watch things. Yeah, you can't tell people they yeah, have to do things. People are crazy. They are. That is true. No, like, I was just testing you. Do you consider the football time like your time to get some of your shit done? Like, oh, this absolutely. is when you can write. This is when. Laundry. Clean the bathroom. Oh, well, that sounds Run fun. the dishwasher. Oh, what? I meant like your, your hobbies. Oh, like, my hobbies? I meant like your vibrator, your <sighs> vibrator collection. Clean it up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like per, like logistical stuff. Logistical mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. That sounds less fun because then you're just doing chores. Do you guys live together? Yeah, we live together. So then you're just getting house chores done and he's chilling watching football. Yeah, I know. Life's not fair. What you if, should go what do he, your own shit. What if the only reason why that he watches football it's because he knows that you will run the dishwasher. That I'm, I'll be really productive. Yeah. You know, you're right. I should get out more. I should have a Sunday hobby that I do during football <laughs> yeah. season that isn't like freaking tidying my home. That should be, I mean, suggestions, Pilates brunch time. Whoa. Yes. Yes. I'm in. Walk around the park time. Get yeah. high. And get go high. for a walk around the city time. I, I love that. Are you are you guys inviting me or is it just just like a suggestion to do <laughs> I mean, on my own? Pilates brunch is kind of <laughs> my shit. You can't brunch alone, right? You uh, have to brunch with people. I guess. I want to do Pilates brunch. Can you invite me too? Sure. Okay. Okay. Are you guys willing to come to my Pilates studio? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where isn't it on market? And it is. Yeah, I've been there. I think. Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> it's a good workout. Yeah. 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 Okay. And you don't need to have like core strength. Oh, it's all core strength. Okay, but then you don't it. need to have it. You build it while you're there. Yeah, okay. I want core strength. One thing all I right. love about 
my it's not actually Pilates, it's bar. Uh-huh. But so I've oh. been to some of them and they're like, push it, you bitches. Get hot for the summer. And I'm like, that's not... <laughs> can I at least pretend that I'm not here for aesthetic reasons? Yeah. Um, whereas the one I go to, I find that they're very much like, don't compare yourself to anyone else. Don't even compare yourself to yourself yesterday. Feel and respond to what your body needs right now. Mm. You can try to push yourself... And if it doesn't work, you can always go back to the easier variation. So it's very much about getting in touch with yourself. Dude, that's very, that's very yoga. Yeah. That's very yoga. It's yoga, but then like the workout is a motherfucker. So it's a good mix for me. Wow. Okay. I'll, um, I'll be in the back of the class and then I'll see you in the front of the studio after. Oh no. I I chill in the back. You chill in the back? Yeah. I'm too cool. I can't be in the front of the class. I can't be in the front of the class. You should be one of those people like leading the class. Nah, dude, I'm not a leader. I'm a follower, man. But you're, you're, (laughs) but everybody needs to see your tights though. They do. Everyone needs to see the tights. So you have to be in the front. I do get compliments (laughs) on those tights. Exactly. That's a, what I'm known for in the comedy scene. Not my jokes, but my legs. I feel like, yeah. Well, that is not what you're known for. <laughs> Dude. Dude, your mom. <laughs> your mom, man. You have the coolest to- mom. Total poker face during my <laughs> butt sex <laughs> set. Total poker face. I was like, I cannot crack this woman. I, w- I was surprised at, well, not really, but. But I was, I was also not. I was mostly surprised that my mom wanted to come. So Tracy and I run an open mic. Monday nights, Mission Hill Saloon, oh, 8 p.m. I was there once, but you weren't. Yeah. Tracy, you weren't. I'm delinquent. Tracy's and you know what? has been getting a lot of shows and not hosting. Yeah. Because she's too busy doing comedy. I I have been doing more Dude, comedy. you've been getting fucking booked, Rella Love Words. Just you've been getting booked a lot. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Finally. No, just kidding. Um, it's, uh, it's only been, I don't know when you get good at this thing, but I've only been doing it for like two to three years on and off. And um, yeah, it's nice to finally see like a little bit of progress. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not doing this just as like a thankless hobby. Like, it's a it's, slog. It's a slog. It's totally a slog. It's a slog. You're going up at open mics in front of mostly other comics. Yeah, yeah. Um, hour by hour, you're like questioning your self-worth. You hate all your jokes. Week by week, you're like, why am I still doing this shit? No one likes it. And like, you know, sometimes you laugh. Sometimes people laugh and you're like, oh my God, thank you for laughing. Like, you're so fucking grateful that they laughed, you know? <laughs> sometimes I'm grateful they're even just looking at me versus ignoring me on stage. Oh, yeah. Like, you are not their phone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. When you're in front of a crowd of two and they're both not looking at you and you're like, come on, guys. Hey, I'm here. It's a three minute set. <laughs> like, just look. Just pretend you're listening. Just look at my boobs if you want. Just yeah. not your phone. Just me. <laughs> look at a point in the <laughs> distance but on my head, you know? Like, yeah, stare off into space, but just have me be in the front of that space yeah so i can pretend that i'm interesting let me hypnotize you give me a chance to hypnotize you (laughs) right yeah it's like that it's like you're pleading almost this is why i want to get looser on stage i feel like if i move back and forth swaying slightly like a snake rhythmic that fucking (laughs) works if you if you say like that like a snake the whole time you were doing your you gotta be a pendulum with your head that would be hilarious Just do some like, hey guys, does it even matter what I say right now as long as I move back and forth smooth like a snake? Dude, honestly, body roll. 
body I roll. I have incorporated a body roll into one of my jokes. Yes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I am praying for the day that I can incorporate a full twerk. Yeah. Um, I have yet to write that joke. <laughs> oh, that's tough, dude. It is. Because I, I want it to make sense of the joke. I don't want it to be gratuitous. Yeah. I want it to almost be like, I'm not trying to twerk on stage. I just got to tell this joke right. Um, even though secretly I'm just very good and I want to have an excuse. <laughs> you, do you think that twerk um, like 20 years from now is going to be synonymous with like tweak? You know, because like because <laughs> we're getting older and like you can't really twerk oh. like a young person. So you just end up like tweaking your back. Uh, oh, definitely. Because I've heard people use it in that context like oh i got out of bed and like torqued my back and i can't come oh, in to work today i have not oh, heard that if okay. a coworker said that i would be like huh i did not expect that from you matthew <laughs> right um i right. do find i sometimes like will crack my back a little bit if, yeah you know when i'm dancing yeah and getting real into it and i'm uh -huh. like oh i haven't worked that muscle in a while yeah just mm -hmm. how i know i'm getting old yeah sorry to bring it to a geriatric point well in the conversation remember earlier uh-huh asked you about your art yeah and its relation to death uh-huh here we are here we are i you just brought it around it. geriatric you know what that leads to death the grave wow annette you just freaking psychoanalyzed the shit out of me on this pod you guys are good at your job thank you this is a job that we make negative money from yeah, we lose a lot of money on this. You know what, though? Uh, communication has a cost. It really does. <laughs> it really does. That's Is this an experience deep. you've gotten out of your relationships? Um, out of, yeah, out of work experiences, mm. too, you know? So what do you mean? Like, when you say a word, you pay? or Yeah, it just takes <laughs> a lot of effort. It's not effortless, you oh know? Oh, God, it's not. It's mm. not. And even after you put in the effort, sometimes people still don't understand you. And <laughs> That's then, true. And then you're like, what the fuck did I just try to, to do that for? Like, why did I spend the time? That's true. But, um, but then why do anything, you know? I don't know. That's true. Now, Tracy. Yeah. Speaking of Vietnam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where are you from? Um, girl, I'm from Vietnam. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Vietnam. Yeah. My, um... I was born there in Saigon, um, now known as Ho Chi Minh City. Mm -hmm. uh, Wait, when you, you're my age, when you were born there, it wasn't Saigon, was it? 87, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't, it, wa it wasn't Saigon. Yeah. yeah you're right. Um, and then three months later, my parents left the country illegally on without foot you. with Fuck. me. Okay. Yeah. The only funny thing without me, without me. Just kidding. Um, with <laughs> me, with me. Like, I was sort of you, you Which were country like, did they walk into? Um, what's next to Vietnam? Laos. It's either Laos or Cambodia. They took a trail that was pretty uh, well established in like the refugee world. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people took it, and this was like, you know, the end of the '80s. So people had been taking this trail for you know since the fall of Saigon, mm -hmm. um, maybe even before to get out um but at some point we um hopped on a fishing boat and my dad loves telling the story because it's like so fucking harrowing or whatever but um <laughs> you had to lay flat 
in this fishing boat, like horizontal. Mm -hmm. So my mom lays flat with me on top of her. My dad's next to her. They stack another person on top of them. And then so there's on a board. Yeah. Oh. So then there's. So you a, were in between two people. Yeah. I mean, that's the story. I don't know, like, how exaggerated it is. It's probably true. And then they cover you guys up. They cover, they put a board over us. Mm-hmm. And then that boat goes to Thailand. That's crazy. It's just a fishing boat. I'm how long were you in that boat? I don't know, like a few hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, you just pay the guy and then he takes you and then you end up in a United Nations refugee camp in Bangkok. <laughs> Whoa. And how long were you guys there for? We were there for three years until my grandfather in the States was able to sponsor us over. And he had come, and this is crazy. Um, My great aunt, his sister, my grandfather's sister, Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. stationed in the Philippines because her husband was in the U.S. military. Okay. Okay. And this was like 74. Okay. And at the same time, she sent a letter to the U.S. Embassy um, being like, my family's in trouble. Um, like how can we get them out of the country? And the person wrote back saying, we can only get sick people out right now, but, um, you know, you can send a list of sick people. So we put, she put my, uh, great grandparents on that list and her siblings. Mm -hmm. So her, my grandfather, yeah. And, um, and that was how the first, people in my family were able to come over to the country because they were on a sick list. And Did they have to feign illness or was it just as soon as they got on the list, it was fine? As soon as they got on the list, it was fine. Oh. There was some shisty shit going on, you know, yeah. it was the Vietnam War, people were trying to get out. And, um, and then there were like waves of relatives that came over after that in 75. And so through that process, my grandfather was able to sponsor all 10 of his kids over. Oh, wow. Except for my dad. Oh, why? Um, Because he ended up staying um, in Vietnam because he was studying to be a priest. Okay. And then um, he left the priesthood um, because I guess his monastery shut down. This is before you took the boat. This is before we took the boat, yeah. And... um, Was Catholicism chill once once North Vietnam took over? You know... Uh, there was Catholics were definitely persecuted. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason that my dad gives for leaving the country. Yeah, like considering the former government that the North Vietnamese like rebelled against was a Catholic one. Exactly, exactly. Damn. So yeah, and we were and they were a minority. Mm-hmm. So like people were trying to get out. I mean, there's a ton of Catholic Vietnamese people in the Bay Area. Oh really? Yeah, I yeah. had no idea that there was Catholicism in Vietnam. Yeah, I mean, eye opening. You know, there there were like people trying to convert a lot of Southeast Asians to Catholicism in like the 16th, 17th, 18th century. Um, but it, it's still primarily a Buddhist country. Okay. So, but there's a, there's like a small minority. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, part of it is that Vietnam has been occupied so many times, like the Japanese, the French, the Chinese twice, you know, <laughs> the United States. Mm-hmm. Like I think, like Christianity and Catholicism is very attractive when your life is war, mm-hmm. when your life is like, you know, unstable and like, that's deep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so is your family very Catholic? Oh yeah. Super Catholic. Like, cause it's, I mean, it's, I would imagine 
part of their identity as being a persecuted minority, like to hold on to it in that kind of environment. It's definitely my dad is like that. The rest of his family isn't really. They're like pretty Americanized, Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. honest. So they're not that religious. But Mm -hmm. yeah, my dad's definitely like gung ho. Are are you Catholic? No, I've lapsed, (laughs) unfortunately. And you're living with a boy. Yeah, and I'm living with a boy. I'm basically Mm -hmm. living a double life. Um, Oh, do you tell the parents? Do they not know about? The parents know I do comedy, but they have no interest in hearing, like, what I have to say. And I have no interest in them hearing what I have to say either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it's going to be gross. Do they know that they can do they know that you you live with a boy? Um, my mom knows, and I think <laughs> my dad is in denial. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they know that we have a dog. Okay, and, and a like- dog has one home. A dog does not have two homes. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, I think denial is really underrated as a coping mechanism. I absolutely agree. Like, let dad deny. Yeah, like he, he's not messing with your life. He's not telling you what to do. I'm happy. He's happy. Yeah. We're both happy living in our alternate realities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all live in different realities based on the filters we choose and don't choose and don't even know that we have. Mm -hmm. Right. Why not make it a little bit pleasant and deny some of the shit you don't want to be there? Yeah. I too have very Catholic parents. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from Nicaragua. Oh, when did you come over? I was 13. You were 13. Okay. You don't really have a, a big accent. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. I've been here for a while. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> you don't have an accent either. Yeah, well, I was this so young. This is how young. foreigners compliment each other. You were yeah. yeah, it is. It is, actually. It is. It yeah, is. It's like, like, oh, you have no accent. Hey. Duh, you don't have you're, accent You're almost oh, native. God. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that the biggest compliment? Like, you seem very Californian. Yeah. You yeah. seem like you're not even from the country that you say you're from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at all. You don't even look like that country. Um, <laughs> like... <laughs> how people from that country would look. Um, how old were you when you came over, Tracy? Uh, like three. Oh, so you have no memory. I have of no recollection. The United States. No, mm. my first memories are like you know playing in a yard with like uh, I don't know American television on. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. Do your parents ever lord it over you that they hiked your three-month-old ass over mountains, jungles? Deserts. I don't really know what the terrain's like, but I imagine in their retellings, it's very harrowing. You know, I've been lucky that they haven't done that. Okay. Um, actually, they did when I was growing up, and now they don't do it so much anymore. <laughs> because I think they realize how crazy and irresponsible that was. As a young parent to do that, I could have died, dude. <laughs> Three months Three month baby on the freaking road? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So are you mad at them? You're like, why did you do that to me? Did you I was know like, that I could have died? You should just bring it back. Honestly, I do lord it over them. I'm like, I could have been so fucking smart if I weren't dehydrated as a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably got a lot of brain damage. Whatever pills you were slipping me in the jungle to silence me, you know, to stop me from crying so the communists wouldn't, you know, catch us and take us back to the country. Um, yeah, I was like, I could have been a lot smarter, mom and dad, but now I'm just like average. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about capitalism? How do I feel about capitalism? You know, I just got an Instapot. Um, 
on Black Friday. <laughs> and honestly, it is the most life-changing uh, purchase under $60 that has really improved the quality of my life. Um, I just made a pot roast and it's delicious. Okay. It's a f- cooking. It's a seven in one pressure cooker. Oh my God. You guys need sponsors for this pod. <laughs> I know. I, we, this is the most product placement we've ever done. I know. God damn it. <laughs> when um, you started saying I, Insta something, I thought it was going to be related to Instagram. Did, totally. Instagram would never freaking sponsor this podcast. We what? talk about them all the time, though. I know, right? We've yeah. had etiquette. We've had Instagram etiquette questions. Wow. Yeah. Oh, like, what do you do about your ex who you still follow on Instagram? Like, should you like their photos or what? Do you what? follow? Yeah, yeah. Do you follow exes? These these um, three men that you like that you uh, drove away? Yeah, I fo- I fo- yeah I follow them uh, secretly or. No, openly uh, as a follower. Openly, okay. openly, we follow each other back. It's like a very mature. It's like you know, being adults, um, sort of. It's very adult. It's very adult. But are then, you friends? yeah, we are. F- uh, what do you mean by friend? Do you hang out? <laughs> no. Voluntarily. You're friendly. Friendly. If like, you ran into each other. If we ran into each other on the street, we'd be like, "Hey." But you're up? not meeting up for coffee. Not meeting up for coffee. Um uh not like friending each other's uh significant others mm. you know not getting to that isn't that kind of weird in a way why like yeah. the whole thing where you date somebody you spend so much time with them they do become i mean a you, part of you a, a part of your life and yeah. then when you break up you don't be friends with them anymore uh yeah is yeah. that not weird at all it's it's yeah you would think that if you decided to be in a serious relationship with someone and then you break up there would be some part of that relationship that would continue to happen but yet yeah, most people just get really hurt and then they don't ever talk to each other again that's true the yeah. pain which is my my situation with my ex-husband oh yeah he got hurt yeah well i mean i it was, I mean, breaking up is tough, right? Yeah. But I would be willing to, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I didn't even, that's what, like, I think I talked about this in one of our earlier, one of our, like, very early episodes. Mm-hmm. I talked about how I, the fact that we weren't, that we didn't continue to be friends said something about the kind of relationship that we had. and Purely sexual. It, it I get it. <laughs> I get it. Sometimes the sex is so hot, you're like, we can't break up. I mean, sometimes it's that the conversation's so bad, oh. you just have to have sex to not talk. Mm. It's like that or watch a movie, mm. and Netflix has gotten rid of all their good movies. You know, I just became a member of Filmstruck. This is so stupid. Of what? What? Another product. Uh, another product um, that has enhanced my life. Filmstruck um, has all of the Criterion Collection films. Ooh. Yeah. This is some... Pro- but then their video player is like super shitty, actually. Oh. You know? It's, it's like... like Netflix. It's not. It's not as good. It's not as good as Netflix or Hulu in terms of like interface. So it's not pleasant Dude, I'm not ready to for watch, this but... future where... Because I don't... I don't know how... I don't know how much... TV and stuff on the internets you watch. Yeah. But a lot. Oh, really? Not really. I'm selective. It's hard to fit in that busy life. Yeah. Comedy, work, working out, sleep. Three people have to tell me something is good before I watch it. It's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. 
Like, I'm not just going to take one person's opinion. They could have mm-hmm. been, like, in a heightened emotional state when they saw that thing. You I know what I mean? I found that I most often have the opposite opinion of people that people have on shows. Mm, so now okay. I just experience on my own. What's a yeah. show that you hate that everyone seems to love? Um, Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> It's like a soap opera. Why what? Why do you hate it? Thrones. I don't like all the violence. I don't Mm. like to see women getting raped. Um, And I just fall asleep. You know what? (laughs) Yeah. Three valid reasons. I think honestly, yeah. (laughs) That is exactly why people don't like Game of Thrones. Like the people that do like it are like the people that read the books and really get into like the Norse mythology, like aspects right they mm-hmm. like like that fantasy oh is there norse mythology line. in it I like think odin and shit uh i think there's some not odin oh not odin but there's what about like freya some... what about my bitch freya she up in that i'm not that well read loki you got um, some trickster gods loki uh i saw thor um <laughs> uh i don't think no none of those people are in there but maybe it's not norse mythology maybe it's something else but it's like there, I don't know. There are aspects of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if two of the people who recommend something to you in terms of media are your parents? Are you uh, two thirds of the way to seeing it? Dude, no. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> Do they, ever they don't even count. <laughs> Their freaking opinion counts like of an eighth of a percent. Really? What was the last thing that they enjoyed that you know of in media? Dude, this is this is why adults and their kids are generationally they're so fucking far apart Mm -hmm. from each other because my dad was really old when he had me um and then also like yeah culturally we're totally different well he was busy priesting before that he was busy reading the bible dude um uh yeah no i don't remember a clarification question yeah sure um you can't be a priest if you have sex yeah, you can't. That's why he left. Well, okay. if they find out about it. Yeah. Did he leave the priesthood because he met your mom? No, he didn't. That that happened afterwards. I don't think he was expecting to meet her, but... Oh. Yeah. Mm, but then okay. he was like, forget those vows, honey. Well, he was homeless, one. Oh. And so he actually lived in my, uh, in my mom's house. Her parents took him in. Oh. Pre-married? Pre-married. <gasps> but they weren't, they weren't dating at the time. Oh. They just took him in because he was part of the church. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know. Like, people used to do that for each other. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> That's but crazy. But then he banked their daughter. But then he asked for her hand in marriage. Oh. Did and they then, flirt a bunch? I don't know. Th- this is what my mom told me, and this is, like, totally true because my mom is this way. She said her friend said my dad was ugly, and she still married him. <laughs> Did she so, find him attractive? So what does that mean? Like, he was... I don't know. I don't know what that means about what is what does that say about me? You know, like I'm I'm, like I look like my dad. (laughs) Are you like, mom, what are you saying? Yeah, I'm like, mom, what are you saying? I'm trying to read between the lines like I look like dad. And she's like, no, 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 you look more like me. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like, I look like dad. But um, I think she was just saying, like, you know, you you grow with a person like marriage used to not be about like two successful people getting together and crushing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> marriage used to be about two people, one successful person, one, maybe one successful person or one person with some potential getting quote, their quotes. shit done at home while banging everyone else. That's right. Or, <laughs> or in their case, it was like, you know, 
two just poor kids and that's what you do when you're poor is just you combine resources like, mm-hmm. hey you want to be my hobby wife yeah we're already <laughs> under the same roof yeah exactly so they never told you a a love marriage story i mean i think the love grew yeah because like love grew. yeah you know like in arranged marriages how like people don't divorce because one it's not acceptable but also two like you know because you're culturally similar it's just about like loving each other mm-hmm. i don't know it's like it's also different expectations yeah which it's is huge right you're not expecting to be like attracted to the person even mm-hmm. you know like wow yeah exactly I mean, exactly not, not attracted at all you're not expecting to be in love with them like you're That's not expecting right. to get those yeah which i think yeah i think we expect a lot out of our romantic partners now because we don't have family structures we all move so we expect our romantic partners to be our family uh, our exciting lovers yep. our best friends yep. our sounding boards our yep. business partners yeah it's a lot to ask one person to do yeah yeah, yeah. and then to sustain it like yeah you know two years in uh-huh you might have experienced this yes you start those initial hot coals start dying Right, right. Yeah, that's why you get used to, you know, just making people feel shitty. Yeah, right. Like, my expectation is just that the other person is going to feel shittier and shittier, mm-hmm. and then that's going to make me feel better. You got to bring them down to your level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mine, lower. Lower <laughs> than you. Yeah, I mean, I always want to be on a pedestal in the relationship. and yeah, like me too. Yeah, and any time that, like, I'm feeling bad for any reason outside of the relationship. Right. I'll put them down. Yeah. So then they feel they have to work harder yeah. to try to regain my love. And that's what keeps it exciting. <laughs> you know, keep testing, keep testing. Um, that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like wearing him thin. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> what's your, what are you going to do on the fourth year? Like what's coming? What's, what are your plans? When, I don't like know. Pop it out a baby, I guess. Are you in know. the third year currently? I'm in the third year. I'm almost, sorry. It's almost the three year mark. Okay. And so you that got is, the whole three year to third year to get, to get through inshallah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys do anniversaries? We do do anniversaries. And you know what? We're, our relationship has improved a lot just because like, I'm not as passive aggressive anymore. Mm-hmm. Are you aggressive aggressive or just passive passive? I like aggressive aggressive. I am like freaking emoting a lot. <laughs> I am freaking working on my faces with him. Oh, I cry at him. You know what I mean? It's like he's like I feel attacked by you crying at me. Um, How do you, do you like gather somewhere? up your tears and fling them at his face? Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> no, that'd be funny though. Um, no, you know, you, you know, like directive crying. Like there is a reason like you're I'm crying. Making me cr- I'm crying yes. because. I'm crying because of you, of the thing that you did. Mm. Okay. And it's making me cry. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I'm sorry I needed to tell you this outside of your eye doctor's uh, freaking store. Um, (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. That's Uh, cute. You take That sounds fun. He takes you to his eye doctor appointments. Yeah. Gotta keep it fresh. That's cute. Gotta keep it fresh. Go on dates. (laughs) Gotta gotta go on dates, even if it's like to Chipotle or what. You know, it's like the little thing. Chipotle and the eye doctor? (laughs) <laughs> no, it was actually Papalotes. You guys been there? It's pretty good. Papalotes. Papalotes. No. It's 24th in Mission. 
Uh, shout outs to Papalotes. Your salsa <laughs> is bomb. Um, yeah, there's, they sell their salsa at like grocery stores too. It's really good. They put oh. cream in it. That's why it's good. Um, oh. Yeah. They put cream in it. They put cream in it. I'm pretty sure. So it's good because it's full of cream. It's rich. <laughs> it's it's rich. rich is what I'm talking about. So like, not, not I feel for the betrayed because salsa is supposed to be like fresh, you know, not cream. It's like <laughs> the, sp- like the vodka sauce of uh salsa we're like oh it's a red sauce it's healthy no it's cream no it's cream it's straight like half cream but it's Mm -hmm. so good i bet it is yeah it's really good in puerto rico they mix mayonnaise and ketchup ew that is just orange sauce right cultural cultural fact they do that's just thousand island without the pickles dude they do that in (laughs) netherlands too mayonnaise is a fucking abomination yeah i don't like mayonnaise of a food yeah have you had fresh mayonnaise though i don't know fresh mayonnaise when you freaking (laughs) put a raw egg in a blender with some oil that shit is delicious is it raw eggs in mayonnaise that doesn't seem like it's healthy um you can have it in small quantities yeah do you just buttering your bread it's fine i mean not in terms of like the what is healthy though well i mean i think it (laughs) the problem is like it has pathogens so you only need a little bit to contract the disease right you gotta eat it fresh you gotta like no, once you make saying, it you can't raw eggs have pathogens in them yeah that's why actually mayo doesn't have eggs in it anymore i don't think oh. it has actual eggs in it anymore because it's on like the shelf right it's not really like, refrigerated you don't have to refrigerate mayonnaise when you first buy it when, yeah, once you, you open, open it, it you have to then you don't have to, yeah. then you have to but I've literally never bought mayonnaise good who taught you that to not buy you, mayonnaise? Yeah. I did because it's disgusting and I hate at, it. You look at the ingredients and you're like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm like, no, I will not buy it. Well, I've never bought like a jar of mayonnaise because what would I do with it? But <laughs> it's so disappointing to go out to a restaurant and to order sandwiches and... They say that they have put mayonnaise on them. Like, okay, this is my struggle. <laughs> Please tell us. I go to a restaurant. Uh-huh. I order a food. Uh-huh. I don't say anything about mayonnaise and it comes with mayonnaise and I wasn't expecting it right they put mayonnaise on weird things and then I'm like oh god damn it you gotta say hold the mayo every time which causes its own problem which is the <gasps> second part of this sometimes you go to a restaurant and you'll be like a sandwich people sometimes put mayo on that could I uh, just no mayo on the sandwich we don't put mayo on the sandwich I don't know what people do or don't put mayonnaise on at this point <laughs> why people gotta get all uppity with me and act like I should like, I insulted them by suggesting that they put mayonnaise or don't put mayonnaise on a certain food type. Sorry, I'm getting real heated. Whoa. I'm sorry about the hardship that you This is your crusade. This is... I respect your experience. Thank you. <laughs> um, Thank you. That I means so too. much to me. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. I feel so validated in my opinions and I'm expression of those feelings. Dude, Annette's trigger, mayo. That's crazy. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, dude. Are you kidding me right now? Do you know how many times though? Because like when I go to a restaurant, I'm usually really looking forward to it. Yeah. Because I don't go to restaurants all the time. That's right. It's an experience. It's an experience. I'm excited. I'm. A, I always get foods that I don't know how to cook. Yeah. Or like foods that look weird or different. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I'm going to eat this dope ass sandwich with all the shit on it. Chimichurri. Who the fuck knows how to make chimichurri? Nobody does. No one does. So then it comes and there's mayonnaise and I'm like, God 
Just, just God damn it! Just throw it at the face of the server. No, because it's not their fault. Okay, you know we're what you all could do? just incentivized <laughs> to treat each other as cogs because of capitalism. Throw it at yeah. your vagina. Okay. Yeah, just because that would be funny. <laughs> just stand up and <laughs> knock it against my crotch. Give me a funny visual, and I just had to say it out loud. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's what I think of too uh, when I think of mayo. Um, yeah, I, that's like where my head went to. Don't worry, you're not alone. Um, you're like, no, it actually came out. Just it, kidding. I put it on there. It was not. It was yeah. This came out of me. Um, Excuse uh, me, ma'am. This came out of me on my sandwich. I didn't ask for anything on my sandwich that mm. came out of me. So I don't. Sorry. I got to bring this back. Or you get to ask him to pay your royalties. Royal- royalties? Royalties? For- Isn't that what people pay? Like people get paid royalties for using. for People have to pay royalties for using people's music. Yes, but I do is not. Is discharge <laughs> reproducible? Yes, royalties. It is. Oh, royalties for using your my yeah effluvia. Your effluvia, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Woo. Uh, we're gonna end <laughs> the podcast. Good, this is a good note, a good high note to end with on. everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> now, Tracy, this segment is called uh, "Annette's oh. an ignorant dumb bitch." <laughs> okay. And, um, you see, uh, I don't know all the things there are to know. Who does? Exactly. Thank you. This is a safe space in which to be a dumb, ignorant bitch. And specifically about, um, the lesbian community. Oh, for sure. That is the number one thing that I don't know about. Oh, so now we have an opportunity to mm-hmm. ask I think you know a little bit I mean I wish I'm not even sure if they like women <laughs> whoa how whoa so like how do lesbians date women without fighting yeah, aren't they getting sure. catty that's not my question but so this is <laughs> this is the opportunity for you to ask a real dumb question now my question today mm-hmm. and you is, may use this opportunity to think of one if you want to do you okay. want to know if my vaginal discharge tastes like mayonnaise that no See, that's okay. not a question about the lesbian community. <laughs> because all vaginal discharge does stick like mayonnaise, so maybe that's why you're not gay. No, it does not. Okay, that was a joke. <laughs> I was just so horrified. <laughs> yeah, it's way more acidic than mayo. It doesn't have like... Is that... mayo basic? Mayo ha- is really high in fat, so it's got actually a great mouthfeel. But... <laughs> you, know what it, you know what that mouthfeel of mayonnaise... You know why I hate mayonnaise? Why? It's because... I feel like mayonnaise tastes like when you have a cold and your sinuses are just open and they're dumping snot down the back of your throat. Uh, That's what mayonnaise reminds me of is that taste. Is that phlegmy? Wow. Yeah, phlegmy that phlegmy taste. taste. Oh, that is snorted. traumatic. Mm. So, you know, enjoy your mayonnaise. But that's what it reminds me of and it okay. grosses me out. Now, my question is, yeah, how in the lesbian community... Mm-hmm. How erotic uh-huh. are the words discharge and effluvia considered to be? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> since I represent all of the lesbian yes. community in this show, um, I've never heard of the word effluvia before this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and therefore, the lesbian community hasn't either. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a virus. Yo, and sounds like the lesbian community <laughs> needs to read a goddamn dictionary. What? Whoa. Sorry. Hey. I was ignorant. Whoa. Who does that? Reads dictionaries? Yeah. No, nobody here. Who owns a dictionary? No one. Yeah. I mean, don't yeah, you guys for Google. fun just ever look up word etymologies and trade? Anyway, anyway so uh, <laughs> discharge. Um... I have I used the word discharge. I don't know. In an er- uh, but I use way. I use wet and moist a lot. Oh, you use moist? Yeah, I like moist. Oh, but wet mostly. <laughs> Tracy, do you have a an ignorant question? Oh my god, I have so many. Um, <laughs> no, I don't actually. Ready go. Oh, f- um, or do you know everything you need to know? I mean, I don't know everything I need to know. Um, you know some things. You have a vagina. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. I think you're a woman. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. So- <laughs> did you just assume her gender? <laughs> uh, uh, her sex or her gender sex. <laughs> I am a very uncultured minority, apparently. I mean, so am I. No one knows anything, to be like, honest. I know things. I just don't know the word to the things. Right. Oh, you know the. Th- you can describe what it is, but you don't know the word. Yeah, I have that yeah. problem too sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like uh, aphasia or something. Just kidding. That was ignorant. <laughs> What's when aphasia? You, uh, when you confuse like colors, I think, or sounds. <laughs> See, okay, this is also ignorant. That Everything that I'm saying is ignorant <laughs> right now. Word vomit. Aphasia. Um, you don't have to have a question. To you me, can... now I don't know, but aphasia sounds like. Um, well, you don't know a face, right? Someone who is of Asia. So oh. maybe it's the problem. Maybe it's the name of that disease where people can't tell Asian people apart. You know, Asian people can't tell white people apart either. It's because yeah. of the aphasia. It's because of, of aphasia. because of the of Caucasia. Yo, I'm going to look this word up and it's going to mean something completely different than what we're using it as Latinx right now. Latinx people can tell white people or Asian people apart. So. Damn. Wow. But I bet you that white people can't tell Latino people apart and Asian people can't tell Latino people apart either. Someone told me I looked Mexican once. <laughs> you could. You know, there's a... There's a uh, no, I'm just gonna stop now. There's like a. There's a what? <laughs> there's a what? So yeah. There's a bunch of Asians in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <gasps> okay. This is what it means. It's a language disorder that affects a person's ability to communicate. So I was right the first time. Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like not knowing someone's face. That's such a vague uh, definition. A language disorder that affects someone's ability to communicate. Yeah. What's a disorder? Um, it's like called it's- being an immigrant and a refugee and <laughs> oh, not shit. knowing a language, I guess. I was going to make a much lower brow joke about, oh. oh, so is that why fuckboys can't text back? Oh, damn. That is also <laughs> relevant. That's also relevant. Here are the symptoms. It's usually self-diagnosable, which is never good. <laughs> um, yeah, it literally just says affects a person a person's ability to express and understand written and spoken language. Huh. And then... People also experience social isolation and persistent repetition of words or actions, difficulty speaking or jumbled speech, also also difficulty building and drawing things, or loss of the ability to write. Okay, so this is kind of serious, actually. (laughs) It got, like, really serious really fast. I think I'm getting diagnosed right now on air. How does the lesbian community... Huh? deal with aphasia how prevalent is aphasia in the lesbian community 
It has like a 1% incidence. Whoa. Whoa, that's high. Is that, is that high? Is that high? Yeah. You know how many um, foreigners um, make up the Japanese workforce? 1%. You didn't even give us a chance to guess. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, how do you know so much about Japan and like how come you buy Japanese shoes? <laughs> you got me. I'm trying to be Japanese. <laughs> you got me. I'm trying. They seem cool. Their infrastructure is incredible. You got some pretty hot Japan references, I gotta say. Yeah. Got these Japan facts ready to go. Yeah. I got them in my I back pocket. I bet you their fish boats are not a school though. Is that? Yeah. That would. I can't tell if that was like not an appropriate thing to say or not. They're fishing boats? They're fish boats. Isn't that what you went into? It was Thailand. Oh, they were some pirates. I don't know if they were Japanese. I don't think they were. Maybe they were. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? They could have been, actually. They could have been Danish. They they weren't Danish, bro. (laughs) They were not Danish. What, Danes aren't trying to get that sweet, sweet refugee cash? They're not trying to get bottom feeder shrimp in the Southeast Asian Ocean. <laughs> Actually, that is totally illegal. You can't do that. Not you anymore. Can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't do that. Unless you're on the coast of Ghana and you're you're uh, you got to sell to your Chinese investors mm. and they don't give a shit they about regulation. So you can sell, you can get as many catfish, as many like freaking octopus as you want. Dude, you're but just, not shrimp. There is so much selling fish and masquerading that it comes from sustainable fishing sources and even selling fish as other fish there's so much fish fraud yeah dude it, unless you have your own boat and you go out there <laughs> you cannot guarantee that your though your salmon is even salmon that's true yeah i mean it's totally true they dye all that shit pink in the grocery store yeah but sushi it's all lies. It's all lies. It's all lies. Yeah, sushi is lies. So You're I eating don't crickets. actually like raw fish. I hope it's crickets. I hope it's crickets. Crickets are really good. Crickets are really sustainable and actually High the in future protein. of protein. High in protein. Bugs are the future of protein. Love bugs. If we're going to survive global warming as a species. We got to eat bugs. Got to eat nothing but bugs, really. We got to eat seaweed lentils. and bugs. Seaweed and bugs and algaes. I and like algaes. Seaweed. Don't forget the algaes. We got to get those seaweed. omegas somewhere. Man, it's going to be gross in the future. You know what it already is kind of gross? I mean, we're ta- we were just talking about mayonnaise earlier. That's true. That's so, true. Yeah. How gross could it get? <laughs> well, what it, oh, imagine a dystopian nightmare in which we're all eating seaweed, bugs, and algae, which is fine, but then the only condiment left mm-hmm. is salt. Is mayonnaise. Oh. Yeah, that would not be a world so that what are you, you gonna, would want to live in. You're going to flavor your seaweed with mayonnaise? Dude, I'm just going to close no. my eyes. <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking close my eyes, you know. Hope and swallow. Hold my nose and chug. <laughs> that sounded really sexual. Yeah, dude, that's what sex is. It's doing gross stuff and accepting it. Holding your nose and chugging. Annette, it's called repeated exposure therapy. It works for foods that you don't like. I'm not going to like mayonnaise. <laughs> just pretend it's broccoli. I like broccoli. Yeah. Exactly. But it totally works. It totally works. Just have a little bit on a thing that you love. But I don't. But why? Because I don't know. Why, man? Because you want to vary your diet. I'm comfortable (laughs) in my box. Yeah. I get it. What's your favorite food, Annette? (laughs) Don't say pizza. (laughs) (laughs) uh, M&M's. M&M's. Ooh, maybe peanut (laughs) M&M's. 
I really like cottage cheese. You do. You do. <laughs> okay. How does one love cottage cheese but hate mayo? They are completely different. I think it's a it's an intellectual taste. I honestly feel like she is. It's like <laughs> it's all mental, dude. Yeah, I think she like, actually doesn't care about the taste. It's like it's like she's just they don't wants taste protein. anything alike. You just want the protein. Yeah, I want that protein. Cottage cheese also is delicious. I started using it as salad dressing. Interesting. Mm. And then I put it on broccoli, just raw broccoli. And then it looks like my little trees are covered with a weird lumpy snowfall. <laughs> and then I feel like a giant. See, I told you I was intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever eat broccoli and you just like, you feel like a giant eating trees? You know what I mean? That's so cute. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't eat broccoli. Dude, broccolis are good. I like, what's my favorite vegetable? I like mushrooms. That's my favorite. Oh, those are good. Mm. That's my favorite That's vegetable, a I think. Fungi. What's your really favorite oh. food, Tracy? So is it not a vegetable then? So no, it's a vegetable. So now I have to tell you a vegetable. <laughs> you guys are, are going <laughs> to be so gross. <laughs> my f- I will eat literally anything. Anything? A lot of stuff. That cockroach. Not that cockroach, though. <laughs> Definitely not that cockroach. But like anything else. Like... If you know how, so um, I remembered my favorite food. I'm sorry. What? Say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. It's nachos, except instead of tortilla chips, Doritos. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Doritos nachos is my favorite food. I was thinking about having it for dinner tonight. Continue, Tracy. Holy shit. Um, That's a really good one. Um, So, like, every Thanksgiving, my family will eat, like, traditional Thanksgiving food, but we'll also have Vietnamese food. Mm -hmm. And the plates that they give you are never, they never have, like, separators. Mm -hmm. So, literally, all the food mixes together. So, there's, like, fish sauce and gravy on a turkey (laughs) with, like, cranberry sauce and then, like, cilantro and, like, jalapeno. You know what I mean? And I'll eat that. Like, I'll eat just, like, a mix of that. (laughs) That And that's my favorite food. That sounds like it could be good. Yeah, Yeah, right? Yeah, it's a lot of stuff, but... I yeah, know. I like mixing all kinds of stuff. I mean, like that's what ultimately happens in your stomach anyway. Yeah, right. Oh, my God, I was just about to say that. <laughs> Great minds. Mind meld. <laughs> all right, you guys. <clears throat> I think it's time. It's time? It is. Now I'm going to use mayonnaise as like a... Uh, Dude, I'm using mayonnaise as a lubricant. Is that... Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's non-water soluble and therefore uh, will won't be good that's what i think <laughs> if you guys um, care to know you guys remember you can hit us up on the email on the facebook on instagram i'm at at ho underscore grammar i'm at oh god go, go, go for it well we're gonna give you a big plug at the end oh okay go ahead pa we know that's not it um a-l-o-p-a-o-l-a uh, and we're on the Facebook. Tracy Wen, please tell the people uh, any upcoming sh- Oh, this is, we're not going to release this for like a month. Tell them where to find you, where to find your social medias. You can find me at Dick Tracy, D I C K T R A C Y, on Instagram. Um, Great handle, BT I know. I got th- I got in early. People have tried to buy it from me. Really? I guess they're making a Dick Tracy movie. Oh. <gasps> Dude, how much like nothing oh like i'm like stop lowballing me you know yo like hit you guys if you're not gonna hit her with like mid five figures don't even hit her don't up don't even freaking message me if you're not gonna bring it um maybe even low six 
It's I Dick know, Tracy, you guys. I know your marketing budgets are bigger than that. Yeah. I know for a fact you're dealing with a lot of money. So anyway, uh, you can find me at the open mic at Mission Hill Saloon <laughs> every Monday night at from eight to ten. Come out and see me there. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, you guys. Uh, you got questions. We got fa- that. Meant that I'm gonna do that again. Failed marriages. Have a good yeah, night. That's why we're two. So you guys actually edit this? This is, that's cool. Yeah. Really so then you can you can get rid of all like the filler and like the ums and the ahs.